0: Hi there, it's Ellie Singer with KTLF Radio, and I have in the studio with me Farron Dice, who is with one of the ministries we really believe in, One Child, a child sponsorship ministry. That's what we can call it, outreach. Right, Farron? Great to be here. And by the way, people are saying, is this a brand new ministry? No. We're
1: actually, we've been around over 60 years. We did change our name. Right. And uh, so we're called One Child. But uh, before that, you may have heard of Mission of Mercy. Uh, we were called Mission of Mercy for decades. But a uh, quick story. We started uh, literally in the 50s. A couple named Mark and Huldabuntain, they went to India, Calcutta. They were missionaries in Calcutta, helping the poorest of the poor. As a matter of fact, cool story. They worked alongside Mother Teresa, They knew her, she knew them. They ended up setting up a hospital and she would bring some of her needy people to the hospital. When Mark died in the 80s, Mother Teresa came to his funeral. She said to his widow, Holda at the time, you must continue the work. Mm. So we had this great, rich, both, you know, there's so much need in Calcutta and there was this great uh, working relationship. She was serving the poor. We've been serving the poor. We've expanded now into other countries over the past 20, 30 years. And that's they were called Calcutta Mercy. Now, then they changed to Mission of Mercy for many decades. And then just a few years ago, we changed our name to One Child because we believe that every person, every family could help One Child Living in Extreme Poverty. So uh, that's why we're called One Child. Maybe you haven't heard of us. We're in, in North Colorado Springs, kind of in the Monument area just off Glen Eagle. And we are so glad to be in this community, have been for over 50 years.
0: That's amazing. A little personal anecdote. I have some history with Mission of Mercy, you know, before it was One Child. Yep. When I lived in Tulsa, we called into the studio with a few other people and we recorded sang on the jingle for Mission of Mercy. You sang. <laughs> yep. The Can we get a little piece of that? Mission of Mercy. <laughs> I don't think it was quite that Broadway Boy show. that bad. You know. <laughs> I did not know that. That's fascinating. Isn't that fun? Small but world, yeah. Just, just that history, that little bit of history I wasn't aware of either, but that it's gone 58, you said, right? Mm-hmm. 58 years and still... With the passion of seeing that children are released, yeah, you know, from from a, a path that it's not fair for any child to be That's on. That's right. So we understand the foundings now of One Child. You are not new to partnering with KTLF. Our partnership is fairly new, though. We started yeah. last October, yeah. where our listeners were able to help fund. Hope Centers. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, and and thank you, KTLF listeners. Because of you, we launched a Hope Center just in the past few weeks in Kenya. And what is a Hope Center? Well, we always work with a local church. And we're in 15 different countries around the world right now. We're in Africa, we're in Asia, we're in Latin America. And these 15 different countries always work with local churches to establish a Hope Center right smack in the middle of poverty. And so imagine being a pastor that has a conviction and a passion to work in a in an area of poverty. And the, the only problem is, how are you going to fund your church, right? How are you going to even be, be able to start a church? But we come alongside a local church that wants to serve children in poverty. And we did that, thanks to the KTLF listeners. Mm, As a matter of fact, let, awesome. me, let me do this. Let me give a yeah. hand. Yeah, I Because uh, we raised over $10,000 last October. KTLF listeners came through. That Hope Center is open now, serving over 100 kids thriving in Kenya because of you and your gifts. And again, children get to come to the Hope Center. They receive a good meal. Mm -hmm. They receive educational assistance. In some cases, we have full-fledged schools because there's no school available. But in other cases, we're just helping because a lot of schools, I I didn't know this myself. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in a lot of countries, school ends at noon oh so hope centers come alongside the kids can go to the hope center after 12 noon and it gives a place a safe place for them to go Mm -hmm. and then we help them with their schooling because so many times the uh, the public schools are are not even adequate but we are helping with school we're helping them with food Uh, we give them a medical checkup some of them have never received a medical checkup but most of all at the hope center very purposeful we tell these kids about jesus that's awesome. So how do we fund this program? We do it through child sponsorship. Let me throw a statistic at you, Ellie, and people that are listening right now saying, why are we talking about this? This is a big one. Barna Research did a big study in the past year, and they said this, 70% of people that go to church right now, and that's, if you're listening, it's probably you, 70% have no idea who the missionaries are that their church supports and, and and more and more through the past you know 10 years or so we kind of tabled that right we put that on its own little place and we oh, a I disconnect that i give to the church the yeah. church gives to missionaries so i'm yeah, supporting yeah. missionaries i don't think that was god's plan i think that you and me are to think about our own lives and certainly our own lives can be overwhelming and certainly we're called to serve our cities right i think we all have a an obligation and a passion to do that. But we also, I think, can help around the world. And that's why I love child sponsorship. You could sponsor. Your family can sponsor one child in extreme poverty and change their life literally change everything they're going to hear about jesus like we talked about they're going to receive a good meal and and they're going to receive medical checkups and so much more as they come to the hope center this is an ongoing thing 39 a month they'll be able to keep coming to that hope center and you will be involved you become a missionary you start doing missions work we even send you a little photo of the child a little refrigerator magnet you can put on your refrigerator so that you can always every time you go grab a bite to eat you can say ah yeah we're doing some good. We're sponsoring a child, and we don't even know this child, but we know they're in poverty, and we know there's ministry happening. You can write back and forth with that child. That's all of great. those things happen. That's why I love child sponsorship. I believe more and more we should all think about what's going on around the world. Yeah. should help others
0: care about others. That's right. And two, it's a great way to To teach one's own children about giving because you connect them with another child. That's right. You know how when you see babies, you might have a little baby or tiny child in Grand your baby, arms yep. are walking with you and then there comes somebody toward you that's also a little baby or child and you see those little ones make that connection like, mm-hmm. hey, that's one of me. Yeah. You know, and and I think that that makes it real. Yep. Even though hundreds and thousands, thousands of miles away for a child too. So making it a family project. We We
1: have grandchildren. So maybe you're listening, yeah. you have grandchildren like me. So what what my wife and I did when we decided we were gonna sponsor a child, we did it when we had the grandkids over and you can go on the website onechild.org all one word it's not the number one it's spelled out o-n-e onechild.org and you can look at a bunch of kids that are there i believe everybody is called like to sponsor one specific child and so Mm -hmm. we got our granddaughters and they're all seven eight nine years old help us which child are we going to sponsor these kids you can see their pictures these kids are living in poverty. And their parents are, they're they're living with their parents, by the way. We're not talking about orphans. Their parents, though, making less than $2 a day. That is extreme poverty. Oh, man. And these kids just need some help from us. And we found Luis. Luis lives in Dominican Republic. And for some reason, my little granddaughter, her name is Rory. Rory was convinced that we were supposed to sponsor Luis. And so we do. We give to Luis $39 a month. And he gets to come to go to the Hope Center there in the Dominican Republic. And we've written back and forth now with Luis. My little granddaughters have put little stickers on the letters that we can send to Luis. And we, we've sent a family picture. And I, here's the other thing, because I work at One Child, not everybody gets to do this, but I've actually been able to go to children's homes in these countries. Right. I've met Luis. I've been oh. inside the homes of other children that are sponsored. And guess what? They keep the letters. Yeah. They keep the pictures. I've seen pictures on the wall of sponsor families. I've talked to grown-ups who were sponsored kids, and they say, yeah, my sponsor changed my life.
0: Oh, man. And, you know, I think in a way... That child will change the life of the sponsor too in many ways. Absolutely, that can happen. Okay, a question for you. Yeah. What country was it that you were in where you were on the monkey bars with the children? Yeah, that was Dominican Republic. That was. Yeah. That was when you met Louise. That's when I met Louise. I love that you picture. It. Is it up at the website? It. It's. It's
1: no. It's. It's probably because we're friends on Facebook. You've seen that picture. Uh. It's not a one, <laughs> one child picture, but yes, we have pictures on our website. I think of, of you the texted Hopsin.
0: it to me. Yeah, there you go. It, so
1: if you go to one child dot org you can definitely see these kids as a matter of fact you can click on the kids and find out what they dream to be someday mm. i talked to alibi alibi is now like 30 years old wow. but he helps at the hope center and he was a sponsored child alibi told me about what it was like growing up in extreme poverty and even now alibi's you know not making a lot of money but he knows what it's like to be a child and he said to me that uh that when they asked him and we do this. We, we get the kids, we take a picture of them so that it can be on the website. And when they asked Alibi, What do you dream to be? He was five or six years old at the time. He said, Nobody had ever asked him that question before. Mm. So you're going to, if you go to the website, onechild.org, you can see pictures of children living in extreme poverty. What they enjoy doing. Do they like to do chores? What's a day like in their country? What do they dream to be? And you might find Mm -hmm. one that dreams to be a doctor. And Mm -hmm. maybe you're in the medical field or one that dreams to be a teacher. And maybe you're in the education. And again, you'll know the one you call the sponsor.
0: Now, you know, I think of when one child was Mission of Mercy, I had a little girl I sponsored, and I got a picture of her. And that picture, every once in a while, I think, she's in her 30s or something now you yeah. wonder yeah. you know about their future the child sponsorship what age range is it that they began yeah, good at question and it's really
1: school age uh, so we're not talking about babies uh-huh. when they are five years old they can be registered to go to the Hope Center so again we have uh, one child is working in 15 different countries we have over 300. Hope centers always connected to a local church. Wow. Okay, so we're working. It's almost. If think picture this, a lot of churches might have a daycare center. Well, we have an extension little wing of a church, and these are small churches, but this is where the kids can come and Mm -hmm. be fed and receive. Uh, We have classrooms, you can see, that are in that setup and all of these different hope centers. But if you go to onechild.org, you can see these children. That's the main thing you want to see. They are ages 5 to about 17, so when they graduate high school, we notify you. We would love for you to sponsor and walk with a child as they grow older. Some of the kids that are available to be sponsored right now are already 14 or 15 because they they're looking for a sponsor, so they're only so going to be a in, short-term commitment. That's a short-term commitment. It might yeah. be just a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Some of these, uh, I've talked to kids who said, "No, my my sponsor literally was with me from age five all the way to age eighteen when I graduated." Then we'll notify Wonderful. you as a sponsor and say, "Hey, your commitment is complete." would you like to sponsor another child or would you like to end at this time but your child has now graduated and so many of these kids are going to college whereas before they could have never dreamed of that Mm -hmm. but we start to instill dreams right we start to talk about dreaming and thinking about your life outside of poverty we say to the kids do you know god knows who you are and that god has a purpose for your life and children almost look bewildered he does (laughs) <laughs> and think about getting a letter from someone in the u.s that tells you that yeah that's what my friend david who's also a grown-up I, I love talking by the way with grown-up sponsored formerly sponsored kids david was a sponsored kid he said people would they would write to me and i couldn't believe it somebody in the united states told me that god know, knew who i was and had a purpose for my life he said i started believing him
0: wow the power huh just the power of saying somebody, even from the U.S., that right. They think that, of the U.S. as like right, the golden land of and yeah, it is. exactly. Yeah.
1: So to think you th- you think about me here, I am living in Africa, and you you would think about me enough to write to me and tell me that God has a plan for my life, <clears throat> life changing mm-hmm. stuff. Like you said, for the sponsored child and for the sponsor.
0: You know, we um, we're going to continue these these interviews. Tell me in a minute, if you can. What makes one child unique? Well, uh, some of the things we've already talked about, but I'll hit it again, is we are, we are
1: Christ-centered. By the way, not every child sponsorship organization is the same. There are some that are humanitarian. So I'll just put it this way. Christ-centered, church-driven, always working with a local church, and child-focused, And so when you give a gift, it really is helping one child. It's not just about helping an international ministry. It's going to benefit one child. So Christ-centered, church-driven, and child-focused. And we're working in some of the smaller areas, too. We are smaller than some of the other sponsorship organizations, but maybe that's kind of awesome. I think it is. We're working in rural communities, whereas the bigger ministries might be working in the bigger cities. So you're listening right now. Maybe you're in a rural community, and you think, yeah, maybe I want to sponsor a child
0: in a rural community. Well, and they can find out. And countries, somebody may have a country they prefer. That's right. That they favor. Over at, give us the web address again and the phone number if yep. that's valid. One Child,
1: O-N-E, spelled out onechild.org. Or you can always call us, 800-864-0200.